Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with your daily VRA Investing Podcast. Bit of a crazy day today, but at least it was on the upside after a pretty rough uh, yesterday. And uh, backing and filling, uh, really kind of a shakeout process here happening in the markets after we really now have a 10% correction pretty much across the board from those highs of just, uh, what was that, a couple weeks ago. Dow Jones today finishing up 52 points at 26,815. Our leader on the day, what do you want to see if you're bullish? We are. NASDAQ up 39 points or 0.37% at 10,672. <clears throat> S&P 500, also higher on the day by three-tenths of 1% at 3246. And finally, Russell 2000, just eking out a very minor gain at 1451. But we'll take it. All four solid, all four are higher on the day at the close. We'll certainly take that. Uh, and we just have never seen a real explosion in the VIX. It's been one of our kind of our keys here that have told us that uh, what we're seeing here, this this anxiety uh, this wall of worry, this building around the election, <laughs> a whole lot to unpack there, of course. What we're seeing with uh, a stimulus or lack thereof. And uh, again, just uh, if you can think of something anxiety-filled, that's our wall of worry. There are a lot of bricks there, but some of those bricks are starting to to, uh, to be removed. We see some pauses there. I'll cover that in just a moment. But again, the VIX has never really gotten fresh life. It's still an elevated uh, today, 28.51. Did close lower on the day. That's one of the keys we're watching, along with our leadership groups. Again, tech leading the way today higher. Semiconductors, uh, in my career, <clears throat> there is there really is no more important single sector than these semiconductors. Today, finishing up nine-tenths of 1%. Solid gains there. And, uh, and that's what we want to see. We also learned today that uh, housing starts, wow, 14-year highs, highest level since just before the uh, bubble popped uh, during the, uh, the, the Great Recession in 2006. That is very good to see. Housing continues to rock and roll. That is our leading economic indicator in the VRA investing system. HGX, the housing index today, up a big 1% on that news. Also, transports. Again, transportation so key. Just coming off of all-time highs uh, this earlier this month. Also, transports today finishing high on the day, and of course, materials, which also hit fresh all-time highs just about eight days ago, uh, also finished high on the day as well. But those are really our three key elements uh, in the VR investing system for leading economic indicators. Again, all hitting fresh all-time highs this month. We also have evidence that we have a, a fresh uh, new economic expansion. We've covered that here often here. Uh, but th- those average uh, eight years of growth when they start, as this one has, with average S&P 500 gains of 250%. Talk to you a couple, about a, a couple of things we covered with our clients this morning. <clears throat> Excuse me, frog in my throat today. Yesterday, uh, yesterday's 500-plus point sell-off in the Dow uh, uh, 3%, huge sell-off in, in NASDAQ yesterday, took place on 90% downside volume in the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, that's typically a sign of selling capitulation, but we want to see uh, signs that we can reverse that. We want to see internals really start to improve. They were better today, uh, but again, the Dow at one point was up well over 300 points, again, finishing up just 52, so we lost a lot of that positivity uh, 
But one of the big walls of worry we have is that there's been no movement on additional stimulus. This is really a battle between the White House and Nancy Pelosi, but she may be losing significant power. Tomorrow, the House has got a vote schedule called a discharge uh, petition with leading Democrats taking charge on this. Really could override Pelosi's ability to block a total of $134 billion in additional PPP stimulus. That's a paycheck protection plan. $134 billion was left over when it expired in August, and now it's going to be uh, reinvigorated, uh, reissue it, if you will. And uh, that tomorrow could be a key development because if that happens, that could then lead to our next round of economic stimulus. We're also learning that uh, it's looking more and more likely that that we'll not have a government shutdown. Uh, That vote, uh, that that, that, that decision or that agreement has to take place uh, by Wednesday of next week. We're hearing very good things there as well. So um, not quite as much to be afraid of as we had just a couple days ago. Again, uh, this all started with the Supreme Court uh, issue and the Dems saying that nothing's off the table. Really put a fright into the markets on Monday with the big sell-off there. And uh, so one by one, those bricks are starting to be removed from the wall of worry. We also saw uh, what's been a huge move higher, short-term, but a sharp move higher in the U.S. dollar. This does not concern us. We believe that the dollar's got a bit more to rise before hitting significant resistance. A trend line that served as 10-year support uh, for the dollar it was broken in May. Uh, that trend line now serves as resistance. So the damage really been done to the commodity space, we believe, is short-lived. And we saw better strength today uh, in gold. And we saw it, in, especially in the miners. I'll cover that more in just a moment. Seeing some positives, though, we also had uh, last night we got the AAI sentiment survey. Bears now at a big 46 percent. That's uh, up 5 percent of the week. Bulls dropped all the way down to 24.9 percent. That's a loss of 7 percent in the bulls. We also learned that the fear and greed index has fallen to 46, which is neutral. And it was reading extreme greed again just, uh, what, about nine days ago. So investors are becoming increasingly anxious and bearish removing a lot of the euphoric sentiment that it built up with that huge move higher in the NASDAQ and some of the tech stocks. And uh, this is what you want to see. If you're bullish, we are. If you're a contrarian, we are. This is what you want to see. You want to see investors begin to get really nervous, really bearish. That tends to put a good floor under the markets. The public, by and large, is typically always on the wrong side of the market. Um, Let's cover the internals today. Again, better but not good. Uh, today, the internals were uh, negative on advanced decline. Not terribly so, but, but they were negative. Up-down volume was positive. Uh, uh, not solidly so, but again, it was positive. The, the bugaboo here for us is new 52-week highs and lows. This was a big flip that, that's happening now. Today, we had just 19 stocks in the uh, uh, combined NYSE and NASDAQ hitting new 52-week highs to uh, over 200 hitting new 52-week lows, watching this closely. Our sector watch, much more positive there. Of the 11 SP500 sectors, 10 of 11 closed higher on the day, led by utilities as rates were down today, the 10-year down to a bit of an ominous 6, uh, 0.666% on the 10-year note. 
uh, but that's uh, beneficial for utilities. Utilities up 1% today. Consumer staples up 7.5%, as were materials today and technology, both right up at 7 tenths of 1%. And now, commodity watch. <clears throat> Excuse me again. Uh, gold today, as I said earlier, had a, uh, a recovery move. It was uh, gapping lower overnight, really approaching the 100-day moving average, which served as support. Gold today finishing up eight to up six dollars an ounce, the eighteen seventy-four an ounce. But the real story here is in the miners. Yeah, this is where the leverage is. The miners lead on the way up and the way, way down, but most particularly on the way up. That happened today, even with gold's minor gains today. GDX today, the, the gold miner ETF up two point seven percent, and GDXJ, the junior gold miner ETF, up a big. 3.4%. They've been taken out to the woodshed, again, with the strength of the U.S. dollar. We like this group very much here. The uh, This this space, uh, precious metals and miners, hitting extreme oversold levels on the VRA investing system. That flashes a new buy signal for us, by the way, as does uh, our broad market indices. Also, now getting stretched into extreme oversold readings. But again, this is in the context of a new bull market. Again, for us, our discipline is a buy signal, and that's what we did today, by the way. Um, silver today, also up 23 cents at 23.25. Oil, also higher, again, up 32 cents a barrel at 40.25. And finally on the day, Bitcoin also had a nice day, trading up $367 right now at 10674 a Bitcoin. Folks, as always, thank you for listening. Please join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you again tomorrow after the close.